0: Mama says that alligators are ornery because they got all them teeth but no toothbrush. i
1: a uniform And I do believe I I am funny want I funny like
0: I <laughs> Once again, things that could have been brought to my attention yesterday. A New York cop and his wife go on a European vacation to reinvigorate the spark in their marriage, but end up getting framed and on the run for the death of an elderly billionaire. Hello. Welcome to Little Marty, the only podcast on the internet dedicated to covering the works of Adam Sandler and Martin Scorsese. My name is Eric Halloween.
1: And my name is Jeremy the Murderer.
0: Jeremy the Murderer. You hear, you heard it, folks. Yeah. This guy is a killer.
1: I am. But not, uh, I didn't kill anybody in this mystery. I'm a murderer, but from a different mystery.
0: A murderer from a different murderer
1: her yeah murderer from a different victim -er.
0: anyway i already messed up the in the intro i uh i I misleading our listeners we are no longer a podcast about martin scorsese we uh we finished watching his movies long ago Mm. um you know i think you we the idea initially was to do all of the sandler and scorsese movies chronologically, and... Right, right. We did happen to notice that there are maybe twice as many Adam Sandler movies, but... Uh, sure,
1: sure. <laughs>
0: that didn't stop us from, uh, <laughs> from going through all of them. So we, we have reached Murder Mystery. I think we're uh, towards the end, aren't we, Jeremy? Dude, uh, we have I,
1: two episodes after this, and we are done.
0: That is...
1: Isn't that nuts?
0: Kind of sad, actually.
1: I know. You know, as end much as area. I... Uh,
0: as much as we uh, struggled with some of these uh, Sandler movies...
1: Right, right.
0: There's something sad about it. You know why? It's because he's like, now we're getting to a point in the present moment where he is like killing it, you know? know. He's doing the Uncut Gems and the Hubie Halloweens, and yeah. we just saw him do uh, stand-up. And, and Hustle,
1: uh, too, was really good, and you know, the... but we will so what we have left is murder mystery uncut gems and then we're going to cut to murder mystery 2 that'll be the final one so it'll be interesting we're actually we actually have the latest adam sandler movie left to watch so yeah i i you know i i will would it have been good if we could have gone out on uncut gems maybe <laughs> we'll find out i guess but uh but yeah, we're going to be in murder mystery town for for the next few here.
0: Um, you know, I don't mind it here in murder mystery town to be honest with you. Sure. just a little teaser, but I I, I thought this I like I, I enjoyed this movie. Um Yeah? Yeah. But uh Jeremy, before we talk about murder mystery, we have to talk about it. <clears throat> I recently revealed to you that I've been recording our conversations that we have after recording these podcasts. Right. And I've been releasing them on Patreon without your knowledge. Oh. And um, anyone can just go on Patreon and, and, and listen to them. And uh, why don't you tell the people where, what they have to do to, to hear those?
1: Well, if you want this, and I got to say, you should want it. Go to patreon.com slash Eric and Jeremy. There you will find a litany, a slew, a smorgasbord of bonus content from us. We have so much going on over there, it'll make your friggin' head spin. Including our coverage of the entire filmography of the Coen Brothers. That's right. We did every single movie, covered it, bing, bang, boom, over there on the Patreon Finishing out with their written works, this week, Bridge of Spies, Eric.
0: The mm.
1: the, uh, the little feather in the cap, the Spielberg classic, Bridge of Spies. I still can't
0: believe they made a bridge completely out of Spies. That was yeah. crazy.
1: Yeah, arms locked. Uh, holding uh, the legs of the person in front of you.
0: <laughs> and they drove cars over it, which is <laughs> yeah. the craziest part.
1: Yep, yep. You just hear, oh, 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 <laughs> as like the cars drive around. Anyways, go over to patreon.com. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, you know, yes, to, to finish the uh, the URL there, patreon.com slash Eric and Jeremy. Uh, you know, Litany sounds like uh, the name, like a celebrity might name their child.
1: Yeah. Lit- yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Like, uh, maybe, uh, Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston might yeah. name their kid Litany, perhaps.
0: Are they still together? Pitt no, and Aniston?
1: No. But, and I'm they always, weren't at the time either when this movie came out. But
0: I'm always seeing pictures of Ben. At, I'm, I'm really bad at like following up or, uh, following the, uh, who's, you know, who's dating who, mostly because I don't. Uh, care that much but right. uh <laughs> i i feel like i'm always seeing like ben uh what's his name man ben affleck what the hell's it? yeah ben affleck is always like stressed out with like whoever whatever woman he is or was dating at the time like, yeah. like jennifer lopez i thought i thought i saw a picture i
1: think they're married again
0: uh-huh he did not yeah, look they're, uh, they're happy in, in this picture. Well, but, uh, he,
1: yeah, I mean, th- isn't that the meme of him smoking the cigarette or holding the Dunkin' Donuts? He's always yeah. like looking super stressed out for some reason.
0: Maybe that is just his his vibe.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. He's uh, yeah, he's got a lot on his plate, Eric. You know.
0: Um, is this the first time you've seen Murder Mystery?
1: It is the first time I've seen it.
0: Um, is this what, same,
1: what 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 number for you
0: this is uh no, this is number one oh, okay before I was at my murder mystery count was at zero mm-hmm. gotcha. um, I don't know, I don't know one of these days though it might go up to two I, I I'm not kidding I kind of enjoyed this one but uh, yeah so murder mystery 2019 uh, this is a Netflix another one of the Netflix movies I you know it's weird like I, I feel like we've burned through the Netflix ones for as rough as a couple of them were. I'm like, that's it. That's all the, yeah. But I guess his contract is like ongoing still. Right. Right.
1: And, and like we, as we joked, like he has come out with once two movies since we started this series. (laughs) So like, yeah, it's ongoing, but I will say too, like it also hasn't been that long. Like, if an actor does a movie a year on average, there should only be at this point well okay, like 9 movies, but still that's like it's cuz I think it was 2016 when this whole this whole thing started with him and Netflix, but but yeah, it's like not it's not an incredibly long amount of time he's been he's been with with Netflix. Although nine years is a long time, I guess you're right. We did fly through them kind of fast. It felt like felt like it should have taken a lot longer.
0: Yeah, it felt like um, that's uh, nine years is about how, what it felt like when we covered uh, the Paul W. S. Anderson. Movies. Yeah,
1: right. Yeah, that was.
0: <laughs> we didn't yeah. even finish those technically.
1: I am. I grew a huge father time beard. While watching the Paul W. S. Anderson movies,
0: I still think that's like a, uh, an interesting like psychological. Like someone should write a, like a research paper on that series we did on Paul W. S. Anderson because mm-hmm. it's like, I we started off and we we're just like we don't know who this guy is, but cool, we get to watch Mortal Kombat.
1: right? And
0: yeah. By the end of it, I, I I remember on an episode just being like, I'm not having fun. Yeah, I know you were. You <laughs> I'm were not very enjoying positive, this anymore too,
1: for a, such a long time to, to just attest to how bad some of those movies were. <laughs> Eric tried his hardest. He was very nice to the movie. Uh, what was the what was the first movie? Driving. What was it called? <laughs> Shopping. Shopping. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah. By by the time Mortal Kombat was over, it was really. I mean, Three Musketeers. Wow.
0: We did the. Um, oh man, I remember we we combined uh, Pompeii with uh, some other movie. Right. We started. We started just doing two at once. Oh yeah, we did, two, we did
1: two. We did Pompey and like, uh, maybe Monster Hunter or something together. Just like. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Good. Yeah, guy. Anyway, guy is um, guy is working his ass off though, man. <laughs> Mr. Paul W. S. Anderson.
0: Yeah. Sure. Uh, <laughs> so we're we're talking about uh Adam Sandler and we're talking about murder mystery. Uh-huh. Um let's see if there's any fun, you know, bit of trivia. So this is uh written by James Vanderbilt, who is of course Producer of Zodiac, Scream, Independence Day, Resurgence. Interesting. Yeah, he wrote those too. Um, he
1: wrote uh, Zodiac.
0: Yes. And he wrote wrote Scream Four. Scream... I haven't seen that yet. I kind of want to
1: Scream Six.
0: Or Scream Six. Yeah. yeah the, sorry the about latest,
1: that. The latest two screams. He he wrote. Um. Yeah. He was he works with Michael Bay quite a bit, which is interesting. He wrote. Uh. uh you know, ambulance and. Um, yeah, yeah, he's he, it's, it's like weird. His, his, um, his like body of work is half kind of crap and half of it's really good. Like, he wrote the Slender Man movie, <laughs> mm-hmm. but also Zodiac. I mean, Zodiac's a great movie.
0: Uh, yes, big fan of, big fan of Zodiac. When I saw Zodiac, I saw it with a, um, um, a friend of mine, we were, we were, uh, in Florida. I think we were at like, uh. it wasn't Disneyland, but it was like, I don't know, maybe like Universal Studios, one of those mm-hmm. places Yeah, where, uh, it was just really hot out and we're just uh, in, in this like wonderland of like, you know, rides and like carnival food and mm-hmm. characters walking around and everyone's smiling. We are like, let's go cool off and watch a movie, and we we, we went to Zodiac. Oh, man. And uh, it was a very, like, I, I, I'll I never forget coming out of that movie. Yeah, right. After, like, three hours of being in that mindset, just back into, like, theme park land.
1: Yeah. That's great. Yeah, no, man. Zodiac was great. I saw that in theaters as well. I I was a big... I mean, one day we'll have to talk about Zodiac at length, because it's, it's really special. But... Uh, The director of Murder Mystery is Kyle uh, Nuicek, who is the fourth co-creator of Workaholics. Did you ever get into Workaholics, Eric?
0: Never did. I see that he's also worked on What We Do in the Shadows, which I have also not gotten into, but its I feel like both of those shows are ones that people have told me I would like.
1: Yeah, I mean, Workaholics is like, you know, was huge back in the day. And like, I remember studying up on those guys, the three, you know, Adam Devine, probably the most famous from the crew, but then he had the other two guys with him who were the main cast, but then all the episodes were directed by this, their, their fourth friend named Kyle nuachek So it's kind of cool that he like ended up, you know, landing a gig with the Sandler, with the Sandler, in the sandler verse or he looks
0: like a a a chill guy
1: but yeah no i was i was surprised to see the creative team behind murder mystery being like kind of new people for the happy madison crew
0: yes indeed um so who do we got in here we got so i would like to mention that uh Last time Sandler and Aniston were together in a film, we uh we did not particularly uh enjoy it, no, I don't think. No. It was horrible. It was the uh, <laughs> what was it? The just go with it, just I believe. Just
1: go with it, I think was it. There there wasn't another one, was there? <laughs> like in between there somewhere?
0: Um Probably not. i feel like there might have been actually. Now it's just Go it's With it. it
1: was in 2011. E- yeah, no, that that was it. Yeah, so it's uh, Murder Mystery and Just Go With It. Just Go With it is p- was probably one of my low moments doing this show, like this run. Like, I did not like Just Go With It um, at all. And a lot of my complaints for Just Go With It... Uh, show up here too, but, um, I, this is such a, this is just a much better movie overall. Like if you take out Sandler and, and Jennifer Anderson, just on the script and the way it's shot and sort of the story and, you know, it's just a better experience.
0: (laughs) Agreed. Uh, it's, it's interesting that this is a, uh, this is a happy Madison, Netflix one, and uh, there's not really like a lot of, or really any of, besides Alan Covert and some of these like smaller cameos, we don't really get much of the, um, you know, wacky Happy Madison clan in this one, which I actually kind of, I think I might have said this on one of the recent movies, I remember saying they should just all, be in all of them, but I, I actually kind of liked in this one just having some of these other characters. I think. Something that happens when you, so horror or like suspense and comedy, I think is like a, I really like when it's done in a way where both, yeah, have like a little bit of weight to them. I will say that like, this there's not like a ton of suspense in this one for me, but it's enough where I was like, oh, that's kind of, I like that, and I I think having um, you know, if this movie had. Like Nick Swartzen and like all of those, all of those guys that are just like always doing something ridiculous. Rob Schneider. Uh, I don't know if it would have been uh, would have been the same. I kind of like how I didn't really know who a lot of these people were necessarily. A lot of them were like. Also, it takes place in like a different country and stuff, so there's just a lot of different you know mm-hmm. characters right. that you might not see in a Happy Madison movie all the time. But I don't know. What would you think about the the casting?
1: Yeah, um I I I did like I do like unknowns. I think that's always an interesting choice to go with that, like relative unknowns, you know? Um I I I I think I could have used like the problem. The problem is is if like I wouldn't have been able to pick and choose my sandler uh cast, but I I I could I could have used a David Spade in there maybe or a Dana Carvey or something to play like a little small role. But I do really like Terrence Stamp and Luke Evans is okay in it. The main sort of guy, you know, the main other guy, the third guy, the guy they meet on the plane. Um, He's okay. But Terrence Stamp is really good. And like, um, yeah, the um, Olafur Dari Olafsson, the bodyguard, the, to Malcolm and the Colonel and, you know, John Canny, the, the Colonel himself is very funny in this. (laughs) Hmm. Specifically the scene where they, he, he's trying to, he pulls the knife out of the chest and then puts it back in. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's good stuff. Um, yes. Agreed. I also like, I'm sorry. I got caught, uh, sidetracked looking at the works of Terrence Stamp who uh, I also enjoyed in this movie yes but um, looking at the uh, oh hey this movie set a set a new Netflix record can you believe that um, uh, I guess I have it, to believe it <laughs> well you better believe it because it's on Wikipedia or uh, IMDB Trivia and it says, in the first three days, 3,869,863 accounts watched the film. 13,374,914 North American accounts. And an additional 17,494,949 accounts from the rest of the world. And, uh, hey, Jeremy, now that... Uh, now that you can't freaking share your uh, accounts with your freaking <laughs> siblings right. anymore. It's probably a lot more or or less. Or less I don't I would or no.
1: yeah, uh, maybe huh? I don't know because is it if is that number accounting for like multiple watches? Cuz if so, it'll be definitely less. But if it if it's not, if it's just unique they watched it once then Maybe more if people have to get their own accounts. I don't know.
0: Huh. Yeah, I don't know. People are really up in arms about that. And I I, I don't know. So, uh, Please don't get mad at me for this. But I think it's like, I think that Netflix had like let that loophole slide for too long from like a business standpoint. Sure. Where like, they're idiots for just like even letting that go on for as long as it did. Yeah. Um I I also think it's stupid that you can't just add like just another dollar a month for like another you know person to sign in or whatever. Yeah. It seems like, like
1: it seemed a, a re- like an, a really elegant choice for them to not care. Like that yeah. seemed like a confident choice. This seems like like, for them to suddenly start caring, it's just kind of like big eye roll. Because Netflix actually isn't that great of a streaming service anymore. Like, it's... It's really not... It's not my go-to.
0: <laughs> um, But, yeah. Andrea Bendewald, uh, who plays Audrey's customer in the salon, is Jennifer Anderson's best friend. She was maid of honor at her uh, wedding to Brad Pitt and guest starred in the sitcom Friends. Ooh. Wow. Um, Let's see here. Wow, a lot of real deep trivia in here. Not, uh... Game over, man. Something, something. Uh, Yes, uh, IMDb confirms this is the second film with Addison and Sandler. um, After Just Go With It from 2010. Which... uh, is, uh, I don't know, probably my favorite
1: uh-huh. <laughs>
0: Adam Sandler movie of all time. Right, right, um, yeah.
1: Their chemistry so, is to die for.
0: Yeah, so uh <laughs> the movie bears a passing resemblance to the uh, Tommy and Tuppence Beresford series of novels by Agatha Christie in which a married couple finds themselves mixed up in all kinds of mysteries. Uh, they have money, trouble, and the wife is much more engaged in the mystery than the husband is. Yeah. So, uh, very, from the similar, sounds of it, yeah. pretty, uh, deriv- derivative.
1: Derivative. I don't know if that's the word. It's like a um, a modern, like, take and co- yeah. comedic take on whatever. A litany that was. is what I would call a it. A litany, perhaps, is what I would like to name my daughter someday.
0: Yeah. That's my thing. Is like whenever I don't understand a word, I just say it in a bunch of different contexts. Yeah, right. Until I until people don't look at me weird, and then I know that I you nailed it. (laughs) Nailed it. Yeah. So let's get into this juicy, freaking plot. So Nick Spitz is an NYPD officer married to Audrey, a hairdresser. Uh, she wants to visit Europe as he had promised her uh, at her at their wedding, but thinks they never will. After their fifteenth anniversary dinner, Audrey confronts him, uh, who lies that he has in fact booked the trip, and they set off to Europe. Yeah, so we get uh, I don't know, sort of a setup that is not unfamiliar from us in the uh, mm. these Sandler movies, right?
1: Yeah, and kind of a, he, uh, his friend is Eric Griffin. Yes. Um comedian, comedian, stand-up comedian Eric Griffin, who by the way played as a series regular on Workaholics uh back in the day. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um yeah, so uh yeah, and I, you know, I I like Eric Griffin uh pretty well. And so I thought this beginning was kind of was was um, cool or whatever, but I was I don't also know him like from
0: any, anything else, but I, I I did I liked him.
1: Yeah. Um. I don't. It it seems really clear the choice to make. Adam Sandler a. Cop I guess an NYPD officer, but like I just hate that I hate rooting for cops and, freaking movies, but. <laughs> I, but it's also, like, it makes sense, because he's like, okay, well, eventually they're going to be a detective. I would have liked it better if they set it up where he was, like, you know, either interested in detective novels or something, or, you know, and did something, b- more, like, more boring. Like, it kind of also didn't make sense, like, it, it right off the top. Like, he's, like, lying also that he's a detective to his wife. Right?
0: Yeah. Like, how it's does she weird. not know? <laughs> it's also sort of the Paul Blart thing where, like, he is a mall cop, but he can't, like, pass the thing to be a cop. Oh, a yeah, right. Cop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I agree with you. Um, It would be... It would just be more fun to root for someone who's, who, you're right, who is just, like, a mystery movie or mystery book person. I guess they kind of set that up with jennifer aniston's character right which but yeah i mean maybe they both could be or i don't know i I guess it i would also be fine if sandler was just like none of those things and you know jennifer aniston was you know the mystery buff figuring everything out totally and he was like along
1: for the ride sort of hating it
0: (laughs) um and not to be like annoying about this, but it he, he just like I just didn't get like a cop vibe from Sandler in right. this either. Like it just didn't seem like.
1: Yeah, the one thing just, we it, see him do is he like stops that kid from stealing, but he does it like as if he knows the kid, like he has like a sixth sense that the kid is stealing. Like, but so, but that would mean that he's really good at being a detective. So it was also that was also confusing. It was like they also set him up that he was like really good at it, but he wasn't because he w- didn't pass the exam or something. So, yeah, a little confusing yeah. from the jump. I wasn't quite sure, but like, I, I the thing about Sandler movies is they're always like so bluntly clear about what they're trying to do that even if it's like a clumsy logic, you still understand they're like. Like the movie is screaming at you. Do not pay attention to this.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's why I was like I wanted to bring it up but like it is it depending matter. on what mood I'm yeah. in like picking things apart like that in a Sandler movie can either be like annoying to me or sometimes I'm like this I don't know I don't know why this one got to me a little bit. I was just like he should he should be more like if he is a cop he should be more like copish. Right. At least in like the the beginning part because he's just kind of like yeah the guy more like uh, his uh
1: character and i now pronounce you chuck and larry who was like kind of a rough nypd firefighter in that um yeah kind of a a douchebag um although i don't want to see that character back (laughs) that character is more realistic i guess
0: um i actually had a uh Lobotomy. After that episode, so I, <laughs> yeah. I had that piece of my brain that watched <laughs> that movie removed. removed. Yeah, that's how that's how brains work, right? Yeah. Every time you watch a movie, it's there's like a little part. And there's of like when the
1: doctor opens up your head, it's like labeled Chuck and Larry, like the part he has <laughs> to like take out.
0: Yeah. Um. All right. Let's see here. On the plane, Audrey meets billionaire Charles Cavendish, uh, who invites them to join him on his family yacht for a party celebrating his elderly uncle's wedding to Charles's former fiance. Uh, seeing how crowded and unpleasant their originally planned bus tour would be, Nick agrees. I kind of like this whole like airplane thing. I like the the b- airplane bar, which I guess is a real thing, right? I, I don't right, know. but. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, it's fine. Meeting a rich guy and, uh, so I guess they, uh, decide to ditch the, the bus tour that they had, uh, set up and go with this rich guy, uh, to his yacht. Uh, they meet Cavendish's ex fiance Susie Nakamura, Quincy's, uh, son Toby, Actress Grace Ballard, Colonel Ulenga, his bodyguard Sergi, uh, Maharaj Vikram, race car driver Juan Carlos, and later that night, their host Malcolm Quincy, mm-hmm. uh, Cavendish's uncle, arrives.
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> it, it, it kind of felt like they're setting up the cast of like the board game Clue or something.
0: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um. They actually—I thought it was crazy—they had a guy named Colonel Mustard. Dude, yeah, which I right. and he was holding a candlestick.
1: Yeah, he was holding a candlestick, and he was played by Kevin James. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, Quincy announces that Susie will be his sole heir, believing. The others only feign interest in him for his money. Before he can sign his new will, the lights go out, and when they are back on, they find Quincy stabbed with a ceremonial dagger through his heart. Kind of a classic. You ever read, like, uh, any of those Agatha Christie's?
1: I've never read an Agatha Christie. I started reading some Raymond Chandler, who is a mystery... Uh, the
0: uh, everybody loves Raymond guy?
1: Yeah, everybody loves Raymond, Chandler.
0: <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Yeah. Um so I've uh, yeah, I lo- I love the mystery genre though. So I was pretty much teed up to to like to like this stuff. And and like you're right. Like, you know, um when when you're doing both genres correctly, comedy and mystery or comedy and thriller, or comedy and horror, it uh potentially works out really well. You know, I referenced some of the best are like Shaun of the dead. Right. Um, inherent vice, you know, stuff like that. Um, pink Panther, but this is, uh, yeah, this is great. This, you know, this is a, this is a nice setup.
0: Um, indeed, indeed. I, uh, I'm having, um, flashbacks to fond memories of, uh, reading i think i've only read like five or four or five of hers i'm trying to oh man
1: that's quite a bit though
0: they're pretty like accessible for like the time period and stuff it's pretty easy reading i'm trying to remember what the name was of eh, whatever um but yeah I i was i was there was one book in particular where i was like oh this is sounds very similar um to the setup. But anyway, Nick, who has lied to Audrey uh, about recently becoming a detective, orders the room locked and the guests return to their rooms. Uh, later that night, Toby is found dead from apparent suicide. Upon arriving in Monte Carlo, everyone is questioned by Inspector Delacroix, who believes that the Americans committed the murders. Um, at the Monaco Grand Prix, Nick and Audrey uh, question the guests that night. Sturgy summons them to his room and reveals Quincy had married the colonel's fiance while he was in a coma after saving Quincy's life, which ended with her dying while giving birth. The, couples, uh, the couple hide when someone knocks and come out to find Sergi has been shot. They climb out the window and edge along the ledge.
1: Yeah. So this is like, because it's a mystery and sort of got a thriller vibe, it's a lot of plot, right? It's a lot of this happened, then this happened, then this happened, but jokes abound. And like one of the things that happens during this time is like the interview sequence, which I, you know, this movie actually didn't really remind me of an Agatha Christie thing or, or as much as it did remind me of a movie that had come out very recently to this. Oh,
0: um, can I guess what it is? Yes. Murder Mystery 2.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, uh, Knives Out, which was-
0: You know, I never ended up seeing it. Oh. Here's, and I, I I know that I would have liked it. Here's what I, so the movie came out and- um. I kind of had a I saw the trailer and I had a picture of what it was gonna be like in my head and I was like, Yeah, I'll probably like this. Every opportunity I've had to see it like with people like everyone had already seen it. Oh so I just haven't I haven't watched it. Yeah. And um now it's gotten to the point where I'm like the the window has passed. You know yeah, what I mean? Sure. Like now no one's talking about it anymore. Right. Anyway, sorry.
1: No, but off. yeah, that's I mean it's uh yeah, and definitely like it's uh, now at, at this point it's already had a sequel too. So um you know, I recommend them. They're very fun movies. We we really liked them, but uh but yeah, this has a lot of like the same sequences in them. You know what I mean? Like where it's like where it's like a a, a montage of all of the people sitting in the same chair giving testimonials to a detective, blah blah blah, you know. Stuff like that yes. and um Yeah, and and so the whole bit here is that the Americans are believed to have committed the murders, which is, you know, it's fun. It's a fun setup for what they're going to be doing. So it's sort of like you got to figure it out before you go to jail in a foreign country.
0: (laughs) Yes. Um, I got to say, I have a bone to pick with um, scenes in movies where people are on a ledge.
1: Mhm. Yeah.
0: I've never been uh, in a position <laughs> where I'm a holding onto a ledge right. and dangling or b you know, trying to tiptoe across a ledge on a building. Right, yeah. Um it it seems like it would be more difficult than it is portrayed in movies. Yeah, and I, I could
1: almost uh, always find an alternate route. <laughs>
0: I tried doing a pull up or wait a pull, pull up a, or a, 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 a sit up the one a where push up. You, no a pull up where you uh your palms are facing like the pull up bar and you like pull yourself up.
1: Oh right like a ledge like you would a ledge. Yeah.
0: Yes, I tried doing that on like a pull up bar which is like designed to do that. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even do it. I couldn't even like get up there.
1: Yeah, it's like your whole body weight. You got to be able to pull up.
0: And my hand was like wrapped around a bar. Yeah, Bur- There's mo- burning. There's so many movies where people are just like holding on. Their little like f- four fingers are just on top of a ledge. Yeah, like that doesn't make sense. Like
1: your whole, like just that joint, the strength of your, the tips of your fingies, is gonna save you. Heck no. Nah. Get out of here with all that. Yeah, you're right. uh, Ledges are out.
0: Yeah, if you're a director, Mm -hmm. you've been warned. Mm -hmm. Uh, In the process, they see the colonel flossing his teeth vigorously and Maharaja and Grace kissing in his room, seemingly ruling them out as suspects. Uh, While fleeing, they see on the news that Delacroix has issued a warrant for their arrest. Audrey is furious to learn from the broadcast that Nick is not actually a detective and that he lied about booking the trip in advance and she leaves with Cavendish. Uh Uh-oh. All of them move to Lake Como where Uncle Quincy had a luxury villa. Uh, There, Nick finds Susie moving suspiciously on the street. He follows her to a library where he finds Audrey who reveals Cavendish is also there. They realize Cavendish and Susie are still in love and perhaps the murderers planning to split the inheritance. Mm -hmm. Uh, The couple are forced to flee from a hidden gunman and run into Carlos. Uh, They soon are confronted by Susie, who is killed by a masked person with a blow dart. Uh, Nick and Carlos try to chase the killer but fail. Uh, Nick and Audrey go to Quincy's mansion to confront Cavendish, but find him dead by poison. Here's a, something that uh, I wish was different about <laughs> Murder Mystery. Okay. Too many locations.
1: Yeah. I thought
0: we were going to like, when, when we go, went to like the Grand Prix, the like Grace thing, I was like, wait, so we're like, I kind of thought this whole thing was going to take place in the yacht or whatever.
1: Sure. And it could have, you know, I think there's a strong argument to be made that you could they could have just made the boat a bigger deal. You know what I mean? They could have just made that boat like maybe uh, maybe a bigger yacht or maybe a yacht with like more interesting rooms in it and then just kept it because like a lot of murder mysteries are usually one big, big old location.
0: Yeah, because part of the fun is, uh, you know, not only did someone die, but the killer is like you're trapped with them. Right? Yeah, and And that's that's fun.
1: (laughs) It takes a lot of the steam out of the, I guess, momentum of it when it's, uh, you know, the killer has such an obvious chance to get away. Like the fact that there's still murders happening on land is like crazy.
0: Agreed. Agreed. Uh, The couple summons Delacroix uh, and the remaining guests who all have alibis. Uh, Nick and Aubrey deduce that Grace is the murderer. She convinced Toby to kill his father before killing him and has been uh, picking off the other heirs. Uh, Grace reveals that she is actually uh, Quincy and the Colonel wife's child but due to quincy's sexism he disowned her and pretended that she is dead uh she uh, states that his money truly belongs to her though she denies being the killer uh however audrey uh, proves her guilt uh she was hiding a cut nick gave her as the masked killer under uh, a hat uh, and is shot by nick in the arm while trying to escape
1: yeah, did but you she was did you a cut? Yeah.
0: Nick gave her as the masked killer under a hat. Sorry, that was a weird weird sentence. Yeah,
1: how Audrey okay. proves her guilt she was hiding a cut and Nick gave her under the da, 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 da. uh did you guess that this was going to happen? Did you have any idea?
0: I uh, yeah, kind of to be honest. Right. Did you?
1: Yeah, I think so. I kind of even thought it early, like earlier. I was like, okay, can't be that person. Can't be that. You know, it's never, it's not gonna be Luke Evans or whatever. We, we, we know that because it, because it's so obviously should be him. You know what I mean? So this is is an interesting genre because it's a genre that makes you like, try to get, try to get ahead of it. You know what I mean? Try to guess (laughs) where it's going. Um, and the success of the genre is on if it can trick you, I guess.
0: Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's great. I love the, I just love that concept of like, I like when the you know when the the viewer mm-hmm. gets to gets to play a, be big a detective, part. yeah, also. Um, While celebrating, Nick and Aubrey realize Grace's alibi still stands after Vikram points out Grace and him are having sex during the time Sergi uh, was killed. So there must be another conspirator who could have killed Sergi. Uh, Nick realizes Carlos is the second murderer after realizing that uh, Carlos deliberately tripped him during the chase to catch Susie, who was avenging his father, who had lost both of his legs because of Quincy. Uh, holding Delacroix hostage, he leads Nick and Aubrey in a car chase, but they force him, them to crash and rescue Delacroix. Carlos holds them uh, all at gunpoint, but is killed by Nick and Audrey's chaotic tour bus. They never boarded. <laughs> it's kind of a fun callback.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Uh, Delacroix thanks the couple and offers uh, to help get Nick promoted to detective, detective back home. Um, Nick and Audrey continue their vacation vacation aboard the fabled Orient Express, courtesy of Interpol. That's kind of a fun ending, too. I like that. A yeah. little nod to the... Uh, murder on the Orient Express? The o- yeah. Yes. The murder on the Orient... Have you ever seen or read that story?
1: No, I haven't, actually.
0: So there's a there's a twist to it. I won't give it away because it's it's one of those where like a lot of people know about it, but right. when you don't, if you it, it it's it's so much better if you don't know oh, what the great. twist is. Yeah. Obviously, I'll, yeah. I'll definitely, but, uh, definitely need to check it out. Yeah, I was listening to it like an audio. It was kind of cool. It was like an audio play version of it one time, and I picked a friend up and. I'd never heard it before and he was like, oh, is this the one where blank and then he like revealed the twist and I was like, I guess so. I hope not.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty funny.
0: But yeah, anyway. um, So that's Murder Mystery 1. Uh, What do you think, Jeremy? Final thoughts?
1: Well, final thoughts on Murder Mystery 1 is that I think that Murder Mystery 1 is good. I think it's a good movie. I think it's like, it's a decent Adam Sandler comedy. It's got kind of a decent genre that it's working in. I like the different, I like the different cast. I like the different players in it. I think you hit on something when you were talking earlier, Eric, that like, I was kind of waiting to the end to kind of mention. uh, and again, not to be too negative, but like, I just, it's, these just aren't my favorite Adam Sandler roles. And I think that just is across the board. Like, and, and if you look at like the way I've graded these movies, like, it, it's always the ones where he's not playing a, a fun character. I grade a lot, a lot lower um because I just think, I just feel like he's phoning it in a little bit like Sandler himself. And then Aniston, who I don't normally have an issue with one way or the other. I just feel like they don't have any chemistry really. Like I'd much prefer a Drew Barrymore in this role with him or, you know, trying out, you know, a different, somebody else. Julie Bowen is another one that would be great here, but, um, but Aniston and him, I think they think they have better chemistry than they do, or maybe I just have a problem and don't find their chemistry electrifying. But yeah, anyway, uh, I'm going to give this a 2.25 for me.
0: 2.25. is a solid score. Yeah. You bring up a, a, a good point. Actually, I was, uh, when you mentioned um, what you were talking about earlier about the uh, the Sandler's and the um, some of the goofier characters he does, it's I I'm kind of curious to like go back and look at my scores and like compare like okay, what do I really think of murder mystery versus like uh, Happy Gilmore or something? You right. know what I mean? Like I feel like we're so disconnected at this point from those early movies just because we've filled our heads with like a whole bunch of stuff the cobbler (laughs) (laughs) yeah like even not not even just like worse stuff than the what, what we got you know earlier in his career but more so just like we're just it's just see feels more distant so now i was about to give murder mystery like a three out of four which i I still think it's, I, I do like Murder Mystery quite a bit. Uh, when I was watching it, I was thinking, like, this would actually be a good one to watch, like, with the family or something. Oh, yeah. it's, like, you know, it's not, it's uh, it's a little something for everyone, you know? Um, yeah. I feel like uh, Jennifer Aniston is, like, a good, like, I feel like my parents will watch anything with Jennifer Aniston in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's easy
1: to, she's e- an she's easy, like a, agreeable actor.
0: A good draw for the, uh, for the rent, the boomer generation, yeah. right. or something. Right. Um, I don't know. I, ca- I I don't have strong feelings about her, but I, I I I think there's something to what you your your take on 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 Jennifer Aniston. I guess she's one of those people who it it does confuse me like a little bit, like how maybe like overhyped. She is, or something. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah. Maybe part of it too is we have just existed in like, like our lives have like spanned her career. You know what I mean? Where oh, she's yeah, just totally. been like on TV since we were born because she was in the um, the Leprechaun movie, <laughs> which came oh, out right,
1: like <laughs> yeah,
0: I think in the late eighties. So they, I don't think I've existed in a world where like she hasn't been on TV. So. Oh, Um, totally. Anyway, uh, I don't think I'll give Murder Mystery a three. I I think I'll give it a 2.5. Okay. um, Which is still good, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, it's a great score.
0: So, yeah, well, we're doing, unfortunately, Jeremy, we're gonna do another stinker next week. We're we're gonna have to cover Adam Sandler's artsy-fartsy. Oh, yeah. I don't know, I guess he did some movie with some, like, directors that... (laughs) some people like i don't know but yeah. uh it's called uncut uncut gyms
1: uncut jobs have, have you seen that Eric? Storms. uncut joms.
0: yeah it's um i have only seen it once and i i'm excited to watch it again but i'm i, I think i'm gonna be careful about when i watch it because i remember getting like straight up like anxious. Yeah. <laughs> while yeah. that movie was happening.
1: Don't watch it if you're also doing like intensive surgery.
0: Yeah. Per- well, I was going to do surgery. it. Oh, okay. I was going to watch it while I'm getting surgery.
1: While <laughs> you're getting surgery. Okay.
0: Uh, So, yeah. We'll watch Uncut Gems next and then uh go to Patreon.com slash Eric and Jeremy for all that good, good bonus stuff and Norma. I'll see you in my dreams.